Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. Probably to you personally, because I'm talking. I'm doing all the talking. You have a lovely voice. It's very garbly. It is garbly. Yeah. Half losing it from right. screaming. Right. Yeah, from screaming for three, <laughs> yeah. four days. And in no, not, from screaming. Well, I know, not just you from know, screaming at, not the just one, in bars, at the but, plus one night. Yeah. <laughs> and last night and this morning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? (laughs) No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our own journey for ourselves so we could go back and listen to our adventures later. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do or what not to do in their own journeys. So basically, you're going to join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some of these will be quick outtakes. Others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a cup of coffee, relax, sit back and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hi there. Welcome, everybody. It's episode nine of the Accidental Swingers. How you doing, Tristan? I'm doing great today, Marina. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. It's cold here. It is cold. Yeah. In Florida, it doesn't get this cold. So winter's here and it'll be gone probably in two days and then winter is gone. And then it comes back and goes. And yeah, it just comes and goes yeah. throughout the yeah. winter. Well, we've been so excited to come and tell you guys this story. I know you've been waiting for it, all of you listeners who have listened to us so far and got into our the beginning of our New Orleans story. So this was 2018. Before we get started, though, I do want to jump in really fast and thank everybody for the all the compliments and the emails we've been getting. It's wonderful. And it means so much to us to know that you guys took time out of your day to find the email address or to go to our website and hit the contact us button and type something in or even on Instagram. It means the world to us. So we really appreciate the fact that you guys are enjoying what you're hearing and that what we're doing is bringing some perhaps comedic relief to this (laughs) pandemic, but also perhaps some information as well as we continue to go through our stories and tell you all the goof ups and there's quite a few of them coming, but then the mad crazy experiences. So we're we're really honored when you guys do that. So thank you very, very much. And we're going to try and highlight some of those a little bit more on Instagram. And also we had um, our Instagram followers got to help us pick our new logo. Uh So that was really cool. And we had probably, I think, almost 100 or so votes on which logo everybody liked best. And so we we ended up going with that logo. It's a little bit different, but it's it'll be our new logo. So it, it's going to start showing up places. And in 2021, that'll be part of our branding process, mm-hmm. along with some super fun and exciting other things that are going on. And we also were asked to appear on another podcast called Consenting Adults. We did an interview with her last this yeah, week. And I don't Tuesday. know when that's going to air yet. But uh, and then we've been asked to appear on another podcast 
next week. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know more about that. That one's scheduled for next week. So it's really for fun. For recording next week. For recording, right. So it's really fun to be invited to these um, on these vanilla podcasts and kind of introduce them to the world that we have created for ourselves. And if you ever listen to us, any of the vanilla podcasts, we try and keep it really um, much more obviously about what the lifestyle has done for us and for our marriage. And so... Although the consenting adult, she asked us for the She nitty- wanted stories. She yeah. wanted nitty-gritty details. <laughs> so <laughs> she got them. <laughs> Nothing that you guys haven't heard before, but but the vanilla world hadn't heard it. So we obliged and um, and told her our nitty-gritty stories. And so that ought to be fun to hear mm-hmm. that spin on it. And then the podcast that they've asked us to come on next week is totally vanilla. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. But it's a lot of fun, and it's great to spread the word about the lifestyle that we really enjoy. And for us, it's really not necessarily about the lifestyle. It's about being our age and kind of rediscovering yourselves. So for us, it was came in the form of the lifestyle, but for others, it may not. But these hot, sexy times and these things like that, that's that's what's important as mm-hmm. you're getting older, that you don't have to forget all that. You don't. You can find new ways to be sexy and have fun. And maybe listening to sexy podcasts is one way to do it. Mm-hmm. There are, as you, as you say, there are multiple ways. My <clears throat> preference is to do it this way rather than like taking up tennis or golf or something like that. <laughs> taking up sport fucking instead. The sport fucking is much better. <laughs> yes. And I'm much better at it than I am. At my, tennis or golf. My golf swing isn't so great. <laughs> but. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just ask the ladies. <laughs> True. So anyway, so that's some fun and exciting stuff that's going on with us. And. That's really about it. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. Let's Let's talk about days two and three. So just a quick recap. This was 2018, our very first trip to any kind of a lifestyle swinger event. We were four months into the lifestyle. Four or five, yeah. Four to five months into the lifestyle at this point and had not a lot of experience and started to quickly realize that our expectations and the way that we thought things were going to always go, again, don't always go the way that you think that they're going to go. So we talked about in the last episode about how our first play date, the very first night in New Orleans did not go great. And so that happens. Mm -hmm. So starting day two, we actually went out to breakfast with that couple that we'd had had pre-planned because we had had been very pre-planned. Right. We planned the breakfast well in advance. We didn't plan the play. And so we kind of had the vanilla part laid down in advance, but then the play commenced kind of unknown to us or or unexpectedly for us. Right. Because you and she had a wild connection. Yes, we did. Yeah. (laughs) The sparks were flying. So the next morning after our not great play date, we went out to breakfast with them to Cafe Du Monde. And we were worried that it might be a little awkward, but it really wasn't. Um, I don't think for anybody. And so for us, we picked right back up with our connection. And as the four of us walked down to Cafe Du Monde, you know, I was, we were holding hands and joking around and kissing and you're flirty, just like we had been the afternoon and evening before. So that was really nice. But I felt like I needed to talk to her about why I kind of stopped where I stopped last night or the night before. And so we had a conversation about, gosh, we, we both really wanted to fuck each other, but we both felt like we had to measure and pace ourselves because, you know, you and her husband were having some issues. And so we decided to pace ourselves. So that was a good conversation to have because that let us both know that, yeah, we're totally into each other. And the, the only reason that we didn't finish is because we were looking out for you guys. 
So that was a good conversation to have and made, I think, both of us feel better going into the rest of the week. Right. And he and I, I actually said to him something like, gosh, what did I say? I put it some way that was like, oh, gee whiz, I wasn't prepared for something or to play that night and to see if he would kind of say, oh, it's no problem. But he never really said. Yeah, you kind of gave him an. uh, I did. I, I blamed it on me. Right. I can't remember what I said, but I said something like, oh, I, I must have just been off my game. And he didn't take me up on that <laughs> to say, no, it was me or whatever. It, he just let it drop, and so, which yeah. was totally fine. Yeah. And we did see them. We'll talk about it. We go out to dinner with them and we saw them every night yeah. and still have connection with them even now. But at the time, it was just awkward and weird. And But you two were getting along and we had a lovely breakfast at Cafe du Monde mm-hmm. and did the beignets and the awesome coffee. Yes. Mm. And then we walked around French Quarter all morning, that Mm -hmm. morning, just chatting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then when that was over, we, by the time we finished breakfast and got done walking and sightseeing, we went back to the hotel and it was time for the bar takeovers, Mm -hmm. the afternoon. Again, we missed every workshop (laughs) on day two. Yeah, we had a lot of stuff on our schedule for that day. I don't even know that we looked at the schedule at that point. We were just like, when does the bar takeover happen? Because the first one was Pat Pat O'Brien's. Yeah, and we were excited to go to Pat O'Brien's because we had been there. In 1993. 1993. Yeah. So when we were dating. Yeah. We yeah. Had lots, well, I was about to say we had lots of great memories, but we only are, the memories were a little sketchy. <laughs> We have a lot of drunk memories. Yeah. There's pictures. That's a, yeah, that's how we can reconstruct what happened in 1993 at Pat O'Brien's is by looking at the pictures. Yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. We had, it was really fun. But yeah, so we were excited to go to, to Pat O'Brien's for the bar takeover. So we headed over there and we walked in. We went with them and we walked in and saw another couple that we had talked to. Actually, the couple we had met on Wednesday and had gone to the first couple of mm-hmm. bar takeovers with that they disappeared and went off to that's play. Right. Yeah. people and so we hadn't seen them and then we saw them at pat o'brien so we stopped and chatted with them for a little bit and then that's when you came over to me we were in the outside patio bar they had that kind of totally cornered off for everybody mm-hmm. for men yeah so for this so this was not a complete bar takeover right the, this was the patio this is bar. The, really the only one that wasn't a complete bar takeover because pat o'brien's is so huge right so, but they did cordon off the patio area for, right. for the our The entire group. patio yeah. area was off limits to anybody who wasn't in. Yeah, at, didn't, didn't have their credentials. Right. So we're chatting with this other couple, or I was chatting with him, and you came up to me and you said, what'd you say? I said, look who's over there. Yeah. And I turned around and it was for you listeners. Did we talk? We did talk about him, didn't I don't we? think we did. We didn't? No. Oh, th- gosh. Well. I think that audio is on the cutting room floor somewhere. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, dang. Well. Uh, really fast then, a fast step back in time at our second trip to Caliente mm-hmm. ever here in Tampa. We went and I had found this profile of this amazingly handsome man on SDC. And we were sitting at Caliente. He was from our area. We were sitting at Caliente and he was sitting at the bar, this incredibly gorgeous man. And Tristan said, you should go talk to him. I was terrified. And I said, no. And then some woman came and sat next to him and they were chatting and then they got up and I said, all right, I'm going to do it. And long story short, I went over and talked to him and we had a great conversation. Oh yeah, it was, we had never played before. Yeah, this was right. Early, early. Early, early on in the 
process. We had our play date scheduled with our single guy, but we had not done it yet. Actually, that was like the following Tuesday was our first play date that was scheduled. So anyways, this incredibly handsome, smart, charming, amazing man at the bar at Caliente was wanting to actually hook up that particular night. And we were, I was so young and naive and I didn't really pick up on it that he was saying, basically, if you guys, if you want to go, we're going to go. And uh, we ended up not going with him, which was fine because our first play date was with someone we'd had multiple dinners with and things like that, who was lovely, as you guys did hear that story. So we never connected with this guy, but had kept in touch with him off and on. Mm -hmm. And and he's a very active member of the lifestyle (laughs) community, to put it nicely. So we've seen him at Caliente other times, but our paths never really crossed in the right way. And then there he was, though, in New Orleans at the bar at Pat (laughs) O'Brien's. I was like, holy shit. So I said, I'm going to go talk to him. It's kind of like the time I saw Rod Stewart going into the Starbucks. Into the Starbucks and that's, a whole different, <laughs> that's a whole different story. I'm going to go was, talk to him. I was. I was going to go talk to Rod Stewart, too. I'm not letting that moment get away. <laughs> Nothing really exciting happened with Rod. He thought I was an idiot, but that's all right. So I went up to this guy at the bar, and I stood there, and he looked up, and he said, what are you doing here? And I said, probably the same thing you're doing here. <laughs> And so we chatted for a few minutes and he was there with a lady friend of his. And and it was hysterical to be in New Orleans at a bar at Pat O'Brien's in the outside patio and look up and see this man. And he knew who I was. And so I did refresh his memory and said, here's my number, making sure you have my number in case anything happened during that week that we might be able to hook up. Spoiler alert, it did not. I will tell you right now. No audio about that (laughs) connection. And I'm still waiting for that connection. And someday when I fuck that man, it's going to be amazing because now I have three years of experience. Well, if you don't count the year that we've had to sit out, but... But anyway, so he was there and that was just hysterical. It's one of those things that you can't you can't believe happens. Mm-hmm. So I came back to the table and we started chatting with our friends and things like that. But this was the day two. This was Thursday. So this was the day of our meet and greet mm-hmm. that we had scheduled with the other Florida, the, the unofficial Florida meet and greet that we had coordinated with another couple through our kick group. They found me through the kick group invitations. And so we had, they had scheduled and unofficial Florida meet and greet. And that was this af- this particular afternoon at the pool at the Astor. So we had to get back to get ready for the meet and greet. And so we grabbed our other couple and said, hey, we're all going to head back and get ready for the meet and greet. So we did that. And we actually have the audio about the meet and greet. You want to? Yeah, let's play the okay. audio about the meet and greet. Okay. So the meet and greet's at the pool. The meet and greet's at the pool. So we go to the pool. It's like 2.15. Sure enough, we get there. Who organized the actual meet and greet was coming out. I recognized him. Or he, yeah, he was coming towards, you know, whatever we got outside and recognized him. He's like, oh my God, hey, hi, you know, come meet people. We're out out there to the left. So we went over to the left and started introducing ourselves and meeting everybody. So I'd have to probably go through a little bit of our list, but um, there, who we also saw every fucking day. Mm -hmm. And we met, Mm -hmm. we met, um, they were the naked couple. They were also with the other naked older couple, and I can't remember their names. We met there from Tallahassee. We met from Aventura, who was not in our kick group, which I thought that they were, but they weren't. But we met them. Who else did we meet? The Florida people showed up after they made their outfit changes. <laughs> who else did we meet? I have to go through. I would have to go through a list. Some other folks or whatever. So we had a great time talking to everybody. It was so nice. Yeah. Everybody was so excited to kind of make connections and chat and be able to put faces with names and 
were not there, so that was nice that we had connected with them earlier because we just didn't connect with them at all. We rarely saw them, yeah. and there were a few other people that had dropped out of the groove or whatnot, but... Um, so we were there a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And the party itself was crazy. I mean, the pool was packed. Oh, my God. Everybody's the pool was naked. Yep. Everybody's naked or part naked. I think you and I were the only two people. No, there, the other people didn't have right. I mean, there were other people. But the 90% of the people had some piece of clothing missing. Or 75% at least. Yeah, but at least half were completely naked. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, more yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pool was... Tiny. Tiny. And, and there were people was, in the buildings. We saw people with binoculars in the other buildings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're not supposed to be naked in the pool, but they're all naked. But naked. Like, you could be topless, apparently, around New Orleans, but you can't have your pants off. So, But there were naked men everywhere. Nobody was having sex. but no, no um, sex. It was just nakedness. But just naked. Total nakedness. So we had a lovely, lovely time. It was super, super fun chatting with everybody. And everybody was super grateful about the kick group, and they were grateful about putting together the get-together. So it was really, really, really nice. It really made the difference. The kick group and the connection mm-hmm. made the difference for you and I. Yeah. In immeasurably. Yeah, we hit the ground running. Yeah, immeasurably to have contacts already, and I think being able to have met, met the time before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the week before, even in passing, just was great because we already had that connection. So that was our audio from our experience down at the pool. And I think it was important to tell you guys, because again, that was right when it it had happened all of the day or so later. But we were so, again, pleased about how everything went and got to meet everybody. Mm -hmm. And we didn't play the part of the audio because we're going to talk about it instead, about then after we met everybody. And again, we got so many compliments on starting the kick group and having the kick group put together because it really gave everybody the opportunity to at least have someone to talk to mm-hmm. when they got there that people that they knew or even had flirted with and things like that so it was great but then when we were getting ready to leave the pool there was this couple that was standing there and he and I looked at each other and we just started talking and it was instant connection mm-hmm. instant connection I don't even know why yeah I don't either other than you talk to everybody <laughs> yeah. about anything and so when you do that enough, you're going to hit on some people who respond. <laughs> well, then I'm going to keep my... So in other words, you're basically saying what I do is I constantly cast a net and see what I can pull up. Is that what I do? I don't know that you do that intentionally, but that's pretty much the effect. <laughs> well, I say it served it works. you rather well. I, I, I think I it totally served agree. you rather It served me wonderfully. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you do all the work. and I just... As a matter of fact, I think I was chatting with them. You had gone to make us drinks. Mm-hmm. And you came back with our drinks from our room, and I was already chatting with yep. them. Actually, I was yeah, chatting. I wasn't there when right. When that's you started. right. That's so right. I came back, and you were chatting with the two of them. And I was chatting with the two of them, and they were from Atlanta. Uh, yeah, he and I just hit it off like instantly, instant sparks and I don't even know what it was just in chatting and so I stood there and we talked to them for a while you showed up with our drinks I introduced everybody and we somehow decided that we would go to dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> we would all go to yeah, dinner yeah and so there was just there was a lot of chemistry all the way around and the funny thing is that and I had forgotten about this until going back and listening to our audio and kind of reconstructing it with you but she and I didn't really talk that much we just kind of let you guys do all the all the heavy lifting and we just kind of looked at each other vibing on each other and when well, we were at the pool. Yeah, while we were at the pool. So as we were leaving, I don't even remember how and why this happened, but I kissed her and she went, mm. <laughs> and she kissed me back. Uh-huh. And then we kissed for a while and then she, we separated and she said, okay, game on. <laughs> 
So that's how we kind of got together. We're mm-hmm. very you know physical, and um, now in the meantime, we've gotten I've gotten to know her intellectually and personally as well. But at the outset, it was just one hundred percent physical. Yeah, and so him and I too it was just like well this major attraction. Yeah, that was really interesting that mm-hmm. that 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 happened. But so, it was pretty instantaneous. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was. So we all said, okay, well, they had to go check in and get their room. Yeah, they had to get their room. Mm -hmm. And then they said, we said, all right, well, we'll all split up and we'll meet in like an hour or something like that. We'll go freshen up, meet in an hour and we'll go to dinner. And then she texted me and said, we need to switch rooms for whatever reason they were switching rooms. And so I said, okay. And so she texted back. She said, okay, we're moving rooms. We're going to be in room blah, blah, blah. And I said, that's two doors down from our room. They ended up moving mm-hmm. two doors <laughs> down from our room. Serendipity, baby. Yes, without having any idea at all. Mm-hmm. They literally fucking ended up a room away. So that was so awesome, hysterical. So they got moved into their room. Everybody freshened up and we went out to dinner that night. Mm-hmm. We went to Felix's Oyster House. Yes. Which is uh, right across the street from Acme Oyster House, which is our two staples, I think, in New Orleans. Of course, there's a bunch of staples in New Orleans, but Acme is tends to be the, apparently the super famous one. And we ended up in Felix's and we've only been to Felix's every single time yeah, since then. It. Right. So we went to Felix, the four of us, and we ended up upstairs at the Shucker bar and we were first sitting together. I think I was on the inside. Yeah. I think we started out sitting. The ladies were on the inside yeah. and the guys were on the outside. Yeah. And we had this great bartender. Well, he wasn't the bartender. He's the Shucker. He was the Shucker. He's the Shucker. Chuck the Shucker. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck the Shucker. Chuck the Shucker. He kept telling us he was... He was a star Shucker, Chucker or something. <laughs> he was his he's, oh, he's a he's a bad mother Shucker. That's right. That's what it was. He's a bad mother Shucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he was chatting with us and we're talking and then... And I would lean over and I would be like, hey, honey, what blah, 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 blah. And she would talk to to him and say hey baby what about blah 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 and so poor chuck was very confused and yeah, then because she and i spent most of the time making out at, oh at the bar at the oyster oh, bar yeah he and i were talking yeah so no, we, i wouldn't know that because i was talking yeah, we were we were hot in heaven <laughs> oh i bet that was exciting then for chuck the uh-huh. shucker so then though we had all everybody had ordered oysters and i don't really eat oysters i don't eat raw oysters and so when the oysters came we had to move chairs so then we were all moving chairs again and and that totally threw Chuck off. Like he didn't know <laughs> what to think. And so he that he's like, wait a minute. And he realized that we were all with each other. Mm-hmm. And he looked to our to my new buddy and he said, How do I do this? <laughs> How do I get what you have? <laughs> It was, it was so awesome. Funny. It was hysterical. And the couple next to us, I think they were, they they were had also, their yeah. lanyards on. So that's yeah. how you can kind of tell. Like everybody's walking around with their purple, well, yeah. whatever color it is for the year, their lanyard and their ID. And a lot of times people will tuck it in their shirt or whatever. We were just wearing ours. And then sometimes people do take them off. But there were 2,000 people. So there's it's a lot of people. Yeah, I think it was 20 that year, maybe 2,200 or so. Yeah, 1,000 or so couples. So they were listening and saw him and they were laughing and everybody was kind of in on the joke. And Chuck was trying to figure it out, and we eventually told him we were there with a convention. People would ask us, "What? Con- what? What are you here for?" And we were like, "Oh, a convention." <laughs> <laughs> so they, they would be like, well, how do we come to that convention? Somebody asked us one time, like, how do I get in on this? Mm-hmm. We said, well, it's a process. You have to be involved in this particular lifestyle. It was really funny. But anyway, so dinner was amazing. And then, and actually, I think that was the first time I tried grilled oysters. Yeah, that Quick was the first Quick sidebar. 
Holy shit. Grilled oysters from Felix's are fucking amazing. And I'm not an oyster. I don't like oysters, but the grilled ones, oh, golly. Now I get them every time we go. Yep. And I don't see them grilled anywhere else. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a New Orleans thing or what. I don't know, but they're fucking amazing. Smoky and delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my new favorite thing. See, <laughs> all these great things happen in New Orleans. <laughs> so... But anyway, so we had a great dinner with them. And then that night was, so every night we explained, every night there's a theme party night for the evening. So that night happened to be Bad Santa night, I think it was. And we didn't have anything to wear and we didn't really feel like going. So you and I thought we would just go ahead and go to Colette's that night because when you get to Naughty, the way they had done it in 2018 and 2019 was that you could go for free to Colette's on Wednesday Wednesday and Thursday Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And if you went Friday or Saturday, there was a discount, but you could go for free. And, Col- and explain what Colette's is. It's a it's a sex club. Right. Well, we're going to actually hear the audio that actually describes what Colette Even is about. Even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we decided to really fast. I'll go explain really fast. We decided to skip the party. We went back to the hotel. We got changed and we decided to go to Colette's. All four of us. Yes. All four of us together. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's an important that part. That is an important part. <laughs> yes. All four of us decided to bail on the other party. It would be confusing. And go to otherwise. the sex club instead. Yeah. Right. So that's. <laughs> what we decided to do all right let's listen to the audio so we got to colette's and you want to talk about colette a little bit so anyway yeah uh, so we <laughs> walked in there's a little you know front desk area and they checked us in and and so we went and so and would have been there but they knew every inch of it and so they yeah. took us on a tour yeah and so we which was great yeah very helpful so we walk in we, there's a bar there's a dance floor there's a little seating area and then there's really steep stairs to go upstairs we went upstairs there's like a little conservatory area. It looks like an old library. It's really neat. Yeah, it is. Um, then there's a movie theater area with a big screen TV with porn on it and like leather sofas yeah. in there that you can sit and watch porn and play. And then just other little seating alcoves here and there. And so we went to those rooms and then we got to the first private room and we walked in there. Oh, you guys didn't even make it on the rest of the tour. No, we only got... <laughs> no. That's right. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So the other piece of this is before we even went out, we talked, and I, and I don't even remember what the impetus was for us. To I talk. think it was talking about. You know, oh, you know what? That's right. Yeah, because then I, I did mention the separate room thing to you. Yeah. That she had asked about that, and so we said, well, in maybe, passing, yeah. we had just said, well, maybe we should talk about that, or, yeah, or you like, know, yeah, would that be I'd okay? Be open to and, it, yeah. it was something like. Right. Be open yeah, to yeah. It. If it was somebody that we were connected to, then then yeah. I mean, it's not maybe you know, not just like hooking up, but if there was somebody that we that there was a reason for it, right? Or that we you know that we were comfortable with it, then yeah, that that would be fine. So it's a good thing that we had that <laughs> that conversation because, because so we get to the first private room and um, I forget even what was said, but so. I walked into the private room and she said something like, so this is a private room and we can just stay here or something like that. And I said, okay. And then what did I say? I said, yeah, y'all stay here. Yeah. So I closed the door. <laughs> and off we and went. locked it and yeah. 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 Um, Do you want to talk about your time in the room? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and there was no, none of my slow buildup uh-huh. tenderness. It uh-huh. was just, we had our tongues down each other's throats and clothes came off immediately and I don't think I even sucked her nipple. I just went straight for her pussy and started going down on her and she came in like a minute and squirted all over my face. And as she's doing, she's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, no, don't <laughs> so keep going. 
and I mean, she came, you know, I, I had my fingers in her. I was, I found her G spot immediately, uh-huh. and she just like kept coming and coming and squirting and squirting all over me. And she's really incredibly vocal, and she's humping my face, and she's very active. So then we, and so I, yeah, it was awesome. And so, and I, and I went down on her ass. She loved that. And I was rubbing her clit and, and fingering her G-spot, licking her ass. And, you know, she just comes continually. And, yeah, <laughs> it was really fucking hot. <laughs> and so then we switched, and she started going down on me. And she said, let me, and this was great. She's the first person to ask me this. And she said, let me know if I'm being too rough with you. Uh-huh. And she was. Uh-huh. And so I said, yeah, back off a little on the, you know, on the ball squeezing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she did, and she was very good and then I don't even remember there was not a whole lot of transition and I just started fucking her and she came really fast and more more squirting I mean she's just like a geyser uh-huh. um, and like but so she I found it very distracting because she just fucks uh-huh. so it was almost and I like it when a woman is you know moves uh-huh. but it was too much hmm. and um, and it's like as soon as there's any contact she just gets like goes into the state it's really <laughs> incredible and she's incredibly vocal but she just man just fucks like almost a little too much and i kind of wanted her to slow down a little bit but i don't think she has a slow mode <laughs> yeah and um i kept getting squeezed out when she would squirt uh-huh. and so i i actually like, i had to stop and so i kind of like almost faked an orgasm <laughs> because it was then like I was done because uh-huh. I couldn't, you know, and I started to lose my erection because it was yeah. too much. It was too intense and too yeah. much. And there were people outside waiting for the room and they were talking and chatting. And that was very distracting to me. Uh-huh. And even though this was a totally private room, with a yeah. door, locked door yeah. and I locked it because I didn't want people, because I knew there were people out there and I didn't want people to try to come in. Right. And I even said, well, should I unlock it in case they want to come in? Because I didn't know. I didn't uh-huh. know whether you guys were going to want to come back or not. And she's like, no, no, keep it locked. <laughs> and um, so then I got hard, turned her over, and started doing it from behind. You know, changed condoms and, and started doing it from behind. And same thing. It, it was She was it, yeah, on that liberator wedge thing. Yeah. And I liked it, but it was just, it was a little too much. Uh-huh. More than I'm used to. I, I kind of like to go a little slower. Right. But I guess I'm going to have to adapt for not for all. different people. For different people, yeah. yeah. It was fine later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> later that night. Well, that's so. good. But anyway, so that's how that went down. And we were, I mean, half an hour, 45 minutes, and we were done. So it was quick. So we got dressed. And we went looking for you guys. Couldn't find you. And so, <laughs> um, and we were going to, so then there's like a, a row of semi-private rooms with curtains. Yeah. And we were, so it, we would stop and listen in each one. And she'd say, well, does that sound like her? <laughs> does that sound like her? Uh-huh. And then the ones where we couldn't hear anything, she would say, are you in there? <laughs> Because I, I and she could tell that I wanted. She didn't care, but she told that I was looking that I wanted to find you, and I did. Uh-huh. You know, I was. I got a little anxious because I didn't know where you were, uh-huh. and I just wanted to you know, make sure that you're around and everything's cool. And, right. Because we hadn't talked about right. This. And so, right. So and I, you guys were and the I, first. You two dropped off. Right. And so right. I didn't know. And I mean, I knew it was okay, but I still, you know, kind of had that little anxiety about it. And, right. So I wanted to find you and at least know where you were. Right. And so we walked down. There's, there's like a, a hallway with these semi-private rooms and some another private room, which it turns out was where you were. And it turns out you were right on the other side yeah. of the wall from yeah, us. Yeah, we were. And then there's a, a group room that has like glass all around it and yeah. like a, a round bed in the middle. And there yeah. were and it was 
just covered with people fucking and, and people standing around watching both right. in the room and outside to the glass. And then I, I guess there was some room beyond that. But I, I think, yeah, there's one more. I think there was a semi-private room back yeah. there. I can't remember. Yeah. So you guys dropped off. So I continued on the tour looking at the different rooms and things like that. And at the time there was nobody in the group area. So we just walked through and he showed me the rest of the place. So then we came back up towards the front and the room that we ended up in was open. So we... Went into that room, and then we started to have sex. It was nice, and we were a little bit slower, I think, than you guys. Yeah, there was nothing slow about what we yeah, did. Yeah, so we were a little bit slower, and we started to... Yeah, we got undressed, we were making out, um, started to go down on him. Did I start to go down on him, or he was going to... Oh, no, he went down on me, and then I said something to him about wearing a condom. So he said, okay, and... I said, well, I'm, I'm still young, meaning that I could get pregnant. That was my re- my backup for why you have to wear a condom. And he said, that's that isn't going to happen for me. And I said, oh, because <laughs> he's had a vasectomy. <laughs> so that foiled the whole plan of like, I never have to worry about it because I have to tell people I can get pregnant. It never dawned on me that, that they would say, well, that, I'm not going to get you pregnant. You shouldn't have to explain that, though. No, and he didn't say no. He didn't say anything. So he said, okay. And so he put on the condom. He's like, luckily they had condoms there. He didn't have condoms with him. So then he put on the condom. I guess he was struggling putting it on. And I was like, oh man, this is not going to go well. We've seen this before. We've seen this before. So we started to try and have sex. And he lost his erection like right away. And I was like, oh shit, he doesn't use condoms. And I knew it. Just, I just knew. He was trying, and he was lovely about it, and didn't say, this is dumb or stupid or anything. And I said, let's just stop, and let me pleasure you. And he said, okay. So, turned him over, started to go down on him, still was not super responding. A little bit, got a little bit harder, but it wasn't super responding. So he said, actually, I think that's when he said, let's switch. So maybe he didn't start going down on me. I don't remember. Then he started, you know, going on me or whatever. So then he said, and then we were just lying with each other, kissing, making out. And then he started, got hard. So he said, well, I'm just going to, it's okay. You know, I'm just going to be right here because we were laying together. And I said, yeah, it's all right. I gotcha. You know, it's all right. But he has a nice dick. And so it started to get a little bit harder. And then we were making out. And so I couldn't, my hips couldn't help it. And he was rubbing. And I was like, I can't not get fucked. I just, you know. So I reached around with my legs and he was just, we were grinding and I reached around with my legs and I pulled him in. Oh, and he said, I'm not going in. I don't care what you say. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And I said, all right. So that a few minutes earlier, I bet you are. So we're grinding and grinding. So I reached around with my legs and I grabbed him with my legs and, and kind of pulled him down and, and not quite in, but he said something like, or he just stopped and looked at me, and I just pulled him in harder. So he just made a quick adjustment, and uh, and then we ended up having sex. That was at Colette. That I thought, was at Colette. I, oh, I thought that you didn't. No. So this was at Colette. Okay. So we tried with the condom. Mm-hmm. He couldn't keep an erection because he doesn't ever use condoms, and so that was at Colette. So, but he didn't come. But we fucked probably thirty minutes. Wow. And he didn't come. And he's like, he's because like, he, he's, te- and we're flipping different directions and things like that. And he said, I'm not finished with you. I don't want to, I'm not going to be done. I'm not going to be done yet. And I said, okay. So it was great. But I did not have an orgasm there. But it was 
great because he's just a gentleman and whatever. But so I really liked that because that meant to me that we were not done for the evening which was lovely. So we decided to wrap it up and go find you guys. So same thing, we left, so we finally, we got dressed, we went out of the room, went back and checked your room. You weren't in there. Um, we walked around the top of the hallway to see if you guys had moved to another room, couldn't find you, and then that's when you guys came upstairs with Lana. So we all reconnected and then decided we were gonna go back, come back here and continue playing. So um, did we talk about it then when we got, when we were leaving or we we're going to go your room, my room, or we're just, we just said, we're, let's go back to the hotel and play. Yeah. Oh, play, we, maybe we said play rooms or, or our rooms. And I said, I'd rather do it. I'd rather be our be in rooms. Our, in yeah. our rooms, right. Yeah. So that was a really fucking hot time. Yes, at it Colette. was. Yes, <laughs> that it was. That was our first time at a sex club, right? We hadn't been. No, no. To, oh, we, we had. Eyes, had we been to Eyes before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember our well, actually our very first pool spot. Oh, that's right. Eyes. That's right. That's right. God, God, I'm glad you keep track of all this stuff, Tristan, because I can't keep track of anything. You're lucky I know our children's names at this point in my life <laughs> with the I pandemic. But anyway, about to say <laughs> that I'm the historian, but you then are. you lowered the bar way <laughs> I, far. I You're right. I think. <laughs> Kids' names? Okay. Yeah, all right. We'll go with historian. <laughs> I'm so glad you're our historian. Yeah. Our I mean, if that's all historian. I need to do is remember the kids' names, fuck, I'm golden. But anyway, so that was just, it was so fucking hot, and it was a great, we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. We learned a, a lot, lot that happened night. That so, night, yes. Mm-hmm. So if you listeners picked up on it, <laughs> we had never played separately before that. And we... Well, we other that you had played separately with... Your, your, yeah, with yeah, my... With your buddy. With my buddy, but yeah. we had never played separately where I was playing at the same time. Right, right. And I had never played we separately. We had never been together right. and then split apart right. and then came back together. Yeah, and right, at that point, thing. I had never played separately, just me. Right. But we had talked about it that night, the night before, mm-hmm. because of the other couple we were with. And we had said, I think we even had the audio on with the last episode where we had talked about the fact that if you know we could see where that would be mm-hmm. that could have been a, the problem the night before and would we ever be open to that and we said well maybe we would you know, yeah and she had asked me that very first afternoon really not, within a half an hour of us meeting she had asked if we played separately right and and i don't know if we talked about it in the last episode I think or not, you did, but, but we said no yeah we said no i said no but i think she was understanding where the night might go right but and, we didn't know any differently right. again newbie newbie unawareness didn't even pick up on it mm-hmm. it wasn't even on our radar and then it wasn't until the night before which is the night before this happened that we talked about it when we got back to yeah. our room and it really wasn't a long in-depth conversation no. it was just kind of a huh, yeah well oh, we better we should yeah. we'll have to revisit that right exactly <laughs> <laughs> which, which we kind of described at, be, at the beginning of that clip. Right. And like, well, yeah, there's a good reason for it. That, and, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. But we certainly didn't make a decision. And, right. And so, we certainly hadn't come to consensus. No. Because, and so when we're on this tour and she's got me by the hand and says, here's a pri- private room. This is where we're going to stay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't even think you thought that hard about it. I think no, you I, thought harder right then to answer that question than you did at that moment in I time. Did, I did kind of stammer a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah. But thank goodness. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. But thank goodness we had at least mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So it, it really was wasn't part- completely out of the blue. Right. Yeah, it was not premeditated. And I think that this is one of the issues, and we had talked about this, I think, before, that when we first came into the lifestyle, we had the idea of how this was going to go. We mm-hmm. were going to only play with couples. It was going to be always in the same room. And those were our quote unquote rules. And I think it was when we got back from New Orleans and we were telling another couple, our other play couple that we'd played with before, about what happened. And we weren't 
mad about it at all. But what had happened and we were like, oh shit, we keep breaking our own rules. And I think that's when the husband said, well, don't have rules, have guidelines. Yeah. Because rules feel like so negative when you quote unquote break them. But guidelines are we're really going to try this. And with every possible instance, we try to stay within these parameters. But if something happens, it's a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. But understanding that things happen. Yeah. Right. So, and for us, it happens this way all the fucking right, time. Right. So it was a great piece of advice because we felt a little guilty about how does this work? Our rule was, prime example, my rule was I would never fuck somebody without a condom. Mm-hmm. How did that go for me? <laughs> so that was maybe more of a, an aspiration rather than a <laughs> Shut up. A it was rule. a rule. No, it's a, it's a rule. It still is a rule, actually. Yeah, actually, that is a rule. <laughs> it is a rule. But... That was when we learned you have to be forgiving with yourself and be a little bit kind and make your decisions then and there. So for instance, when this happened with him here at Colette and he wasn't used to wearing a condom, we had seen it before, like you said in clip even, we said, oh God, we've seen this before, that I was not really prepared for how to handle that. And one of the things that I've learned subsequently is, for instance, you were carrying our sex bag. Yeah, our little bag. Yeah. And I, so I had no condoms, no lube, no nothing. So we, I think immediately when we got home, we both carry a sex bag now yeah. with us. Yeah. Unless we are going to a house party where we know we are in the same room and I can run out and get, like we leave it in a general location. Yeah. But on any other time, I now carry condoms in my wallet. <laughs> I'm like a teenager. <laughs> I have them in my wallet. I have them in my makeup bag and I have a sex bag. And if my children ever go in there for anything, I'm sure they're going to be like, what the fuck do you have a condom? <laughs> because he- Why are these condoms in the glove box, mom? <laughs> I don't keep them in the glove box. I don't do that but i do keep it in the change part of my wallet i keep one as an emergency backup i don't know i have some i I have some in the center console of my car so that's why (laughs) i say that (laughs) but and this was the reason why though because he didn't have any with him luckily we were in a sex club that had them but they were latex and they were latex Mm -hmm. and i'm highly sensitive to latex yes that's the other piece too which i did not know until we really started getting into the lifestyle a lot more and it was causing me a lot of problems right and so i have to now carry the skin condoms that are non-latex they're way more expensive and so a lot of the guys don't buy them so i care doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me i'll you know carry them oh yeah they're on amazon they're we buy them by the 36 pack on right. amazon they're like I mean, even yeah they are more expensive than the latex but for fuck's sake you know not right. that much more and there's know. a lot of women that are sensitive that's, to that's latex. all i use right. because of that because so many women do have a latex sensitivity so i we highly recommend yeah the skin, yeah, the skin definitely S-K-Y-N, by yeah. the way if you want and to i get, get the some. i get the elite which is the thinner one and i think that there's even more yeah there's one that's ultra ultra yeah. thin or something like that yeah that i had just started using before COVID came along before COVID came to town. I think I have one of every rainbow in the, oh, yeah, of their package. The well, all yeah. the skin ones. I like, I just have them all. Mm. And then I have a few magnums that are latex. But it, ladies, if just I need it, if need I need a magnum, <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut and move on. <laughs> <laughs> just hand over the magnum and That's right. deal with the latex. That's right. <laughs> 
But anyway, so in this particular instance, it was very challenging and very tough for me because I didn't know what to do. And like you heard me in the clip, I was like, oh, there's no way in hell I'm not going to get fucked because I was so turned on. And the other thing that listening back on this, I was so new. I did not know how to say, hold on and to help rearouse him and help with the condom, put the condom on, those mm-hmm. kinds of things that help re-stimulate. Right. And so I just didn't know any better. And that actually, that instance led into a lot of discussion and figuring out and talking to other women in the lifestyle. What do you do when this happens? Because I don't play without condoms with people that I don't know. Like if we're in a group setting mm-hmm. or things like that or people I've just met, I don't do it. But now I'm more prepared. Having my own, having lube, being prepared like if he loses by the his way, erection y- that y- I can help. Right. And by the way, your own lube that because you also have sensitivities to certain lubes. Right. Yeah. So you just need to be prepared to, you know, be self-sustained. Right. Absolutely. And have everything that you need for you. To make it yeah. as awesome right. as possible. Yeah. I carry two or three kinds of lube depending on like normally if I can get the little packets, I'll go to the sex store and buy the little packets yeah. of the kind that I like so that I can tuck them in my purse. But if I'm going for a weekend, I have a bottle. That's right. Or coconut oil. Coconut oil. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyways, I digress. We digress. Yes. <laughs> so that, but that was a such an important piece of the puzzle. So we had never talked about playing separately and we got separated and we just went with it. I ended up playing accidentally without condoms, but it was, again, a very good learning experience. And I made that conscious decision on my own when I was there and that was happening. But I had to come back and tell Tristan. So I broke a rule and it was my own rule that I was never going to fuck somebody without a condom. And I had to go back and say, remember yeah. how, how many more, how many more about, of these rules can right? we like just... What? Like, let's just set all the rules and then break them all and get it over <laughs> with. So that was that made me feel terrible because I had gone against what I had decided I was going to do. So again, learning to be a little bit more forgiving with myself and for us with our rules and how we were going to go through that. So it was an incredibly helpful experience, again, early on in the process that really shaped the way that we move forward now. Yeah. Because even now, if we talk about we, we're going to do X, Y, Z, and it doesn't happen the right way because it never happens the right way, mm-hmm. then we have flexibility and can forgive each other and ourselves because the goal is always to stay within the guidelines that we say and we've said if something happens um i forget the other one that we talk about all the time like if we're at a party and i'm gonna go play i should try and come find you right and let you know but you can't always do that can't always do that but i do try and come find you and say hey um, we're gonna head off and go to this room or something like that especially if it's a bigger party and there's lots of different places to go play because we ran into that issue where there were so many different places to go that i couldn't find you you couldn't find me Mm -hmm. fuck it just go play but it's still you're that's always in the back of your head like oh god i know he's looking for me and you can't have fun when, right when, when you're that, worried about when you're that. worried about that yeah. so we came up so with we, the fact yeah. that if we can't do that we have forgiveness for each other but that's still what we will try to do exactly to do. and that's a, that's an important piece to talk about is that we do forgive each other and we're not going to hold it over each other's heads if one of us strays outside of a guideline because you can't always remain within the guidelines and and there's typically a good reason for when we don't right and it's not malicious that's the other exactly thing too. there's never no, we anybody, never do anything yeah, to hurt each other to we go, never do Ooh, i'm gonna go right. screw you over by fucking exactly. a whole bunch of people without you knowing where I am. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ooh, that'll teach him. That'll teach me, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, fuck no. I'd rather have you with me. Exactly. So I get extra attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was an important thing. And again, something we never saw coming. We would never have planned for it, but it really helped me also in the future for being prepared, having my own condoms and lube and bag, and then also being prepared for if a man is not used to that. Or sometimes they just lose their erection when you're putting on the condom, even if they're used to using a condom. Mm-hmm. So you have to be creative. And I'm still not great at it. Like, I would like to get even better. I hear there are women that can put condoms on with, in their uh, mouth. Yes. Yep. I've, I think that's mm-hmm. a skill. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an impressive thing. I like putting that. That's ugh, tastes terrible. Well, <laughs> when you're making that face, that's not going to help with the <laughs> erection. <laughs> this is why we should be doing live video. I know. Yeah, that's not a not a <laughs> oh, great face. That's for not you. a good face. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a that's not an erection inducing face. <laughs> Maybe I, that's I have, why I've never had luck. Right. Because if I look like I'm going to throw up if I put that condom in my mouth. (laughs) And I have had women who are incredibly erotic with the way that they put a condom on. And the fact that they're putting it on in the first place. Because typically I'm left to my own devices to fumble around with it. And that's when the problems start. And so... You know, ladies, if you get good at putting condoms on, it's kind of like a, it's a dual purpose. First of all, you get your protection and you can make it arousing. Yeah, that's and true. I've only, there've been two women. One in particular was really good at it. We should have her teach a class. I'm I wonder sh- if there's a class that you could get better at. Well, I'm that. sure she would. She probably would. I'll tell you who it is. I know after. who it is. No, okay. I know exactly who it is. <laughs> yeah, she'd be all over teaching yeah, a class. Yeah, I know. We may have to have her do that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that was part of the important part of that I'll, story. I'll be the um, I'll be the subject oh, in that you're be demonstration. The model? Yeah. Mm, so nice of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. We'll keep that in mind. <laughs> See if there's any other takers. <laughs> no, no. I'm the oh, only one. Oh, you're the. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so let's get back to our okay, story. Yes, we, okay. Yeah. We have gone so, down a right. frolicking do- detour uh, rabbit hole. Yeah. But it was awesome. But important. That's important stuff. It. It is important stuff. And that's why we wanted to play that entire piece of audio. Because again, this was the night after that happened. And it was very fresh in our memories and talking about the whole experience. And it was awesome. The whole thing was awesome. So after that, after Colette's, we went back to our hotel. And again, they were now two doors down. (laughs) So we get back to the hotel. And I think we stopped. Our room was first when you walk in down the hallway. Mm -hmm. So we stopped and we're like, all right. Who's going where? And I think he said, y'all go in there. We're going down here. And he grabbed my hand and off we went. I don't even think I looked back. I don't think we said nope. goodbye. It was like, <laughs> see ya. See ya. But again, see, and we didn't plan that and we didn't know it and we didn't know it was going to happen. Right. Yeah. And even going back to the hotel, we didn't know that. Right. And I honestly assumed that we would all four play together. Right. But when it didn't happen that way, it was fine. Right. Even though we didn't talk about it. And I think I've mentioned before that you and I are really in sync and it's rare when we're not on the same page. And we also know. Kind of intuitively. Right. But we also know when we're not. So yeah. if the, if we had felt either yeah. one of us being we would have, we I would have spoken up. You would have spoken right. up. And said, oh, well, give us five minutes to mm-hmm. freshen Just up. talk and, about it. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll let you know or whatever. But And I think the other thing, too, was, first of all, we'd spent the entire afternoon and evening mm-hmm. with them, then went to Colette's. And there was such a chemistry between yeah, we were all four very of us. Yeah, it was it was like we'd known them for a long time. So it felt comfortable. You felt I was safe. You knew I was safe. Yeah. You trusted him. Mm-hmm. And we were just two doors down. That helped a lot too. It was nice and easy. Yeah. So we went back to our room and you guys stayed. And we went back to their room. You guys yeah, stayed, we stayed in, in our room. room. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time. And actually we, so I meant, so when we were at the club, we just went full bore fucking, you know, right from the start. And I mentioned how I really wasn't used to that. Her style, her really assertive 
it, uh, it was aggressive, her aggressive style, is something that was new for me at the time, and I was taken aback by it. I've adapted, and I, I mentioned in the clip that eh, maybe I'll need to adapt. Well, I have, and I've learned how to, you know, it, all women are different, and I still prefer a slower, more sensual woman, but God, it sure is fun sometimes to just get a <laughs> fuck demon who wants to just have me pounder and vice versa. And that's how she is. But it was new at the time. So when we got back to the room, it was nice. Then we did kind of just slow down and we talked and we, we talked for 45 minutes or an hour and got to know each other a little better, which was really nice. She was very interested in hearing about my background and, and my stories and how I came to be where I am professionally and so forth, which was really nice. And so we talked about each of our jobs and what we do and just kind of the boring vanilla stuff. Which was not boring. It was very interesting for both of us, I think, because we liked each other. We weren't just hooking up for one time at an audience in New Orleans. Right. I think we kind of, I think we all sensed that. So that was very nice. And then the play commenced, and it was again just wonderful, off the charts. But this time it went a little slower, a little more <laughs> measured. Your style. A little more my style. Yeah. So that was nice, and we had a great time. We had great sex. Just really enjoyed ourselves. And we, on the other side, went back to his room. And started to play, and something incredible happened. Mm -hmm. So we were playing, and we were fucking, and he fucked me in such a way that all of a sudden I felt something that was a little bit different than I'd felt before, and I had a vaginal orgasm. I had never had an orgasm vaginally before. Not and with me, not with anybody. Nobody. I had not been with anybody new and. No, I mean before meeting me. years. Oh, before, yeah, no, no, yeah, before yeah, meeting yeah, me. Before yeah, you were very too, active yeah. before meeting me, and and it never happened then either. Right. I didn't think I could have one. Yeah, you always told me. Yeah. I just I don't come that way. Right. I don't. I think I didn't even know that I had a G spot. <laughs> I said I think mine's hidden. I don't know where it is. Turns out it's actually way up at the front. Apparently, not that I'm giving away any secrets, but that it's not where I thought it even was going to be. And right, so... I was looking way deeper than it actually is. <laughs> all those years. <laughs> all those years. It's just right there. We just didn't know. Oh, <laughs> right there. But and the way that he fucked me hit that spot and the way that he was having holding my body. And then it was like, whoa, wait. And he said, yep, right there. And I was like, yeah, right there, right there. And then I came and then mm -hmm. it was crazy. So I could not wait to get back to the room to tell you like, <laughs> oh, my God, you're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> So it was insane after that. So I came two or three times with him right there. He, when he was fucking me, he was also using his hand. And that was a game changer mm -hmm. to say the least. Yes. So to say that he holds a special place in my heart is an understatement because mm -hmm. we are actually still very good friends to this day. We are with both of them. Yes. And he will be a lifelong friend as a matter yeah. of fact. And yeah, hopefully a lifelong fuck buddy. But other than that, he will still be a lifelong friend. They will both be. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing. And we spent a lovely time together and had another hour, hour and a half together. So we sat and we talked and we fucked and we talked and we fucked. And then we talked and we were in the middle of a break. And you guys came and knocked on the door. <laughs> and he yelled, go away. <laughs> And she knocked on the door and she said, you gotta let me in. So we let you guys in and she said, y'all can keep doing what you're doing, but I gotta go to bed. Because they had to get up early and go to the airport. And they had been, the well, they drove right. from Atlanta. They had been up since the 
you know, like butt crack of dawn, right? And they had to get up at like the butt crack of dawn to right, go pick, to go up, pick their up their friend. Yeah, at the airport. So yeah, and at this point, it was like one o'clock in the morning. Right. Right. Yeah. But she said, y'all keep going or you can go to their room or whatever. And he's like, nah, I got to go to bed. But he's like, he looked at me. He's like, we're not done. And I said, oh, hell no, we're not. I'm like, <laughs> I know we're not. And so that was great, though, that we ended up wrapping up that night. So I could not wait to tell you. We got back to our room and I told you what had happened. Mm-hmm. You were totally floored and blown away. But we weren't done yet. We decided we would go ahead and go on up to the playroom. And we did. And we did. So we went on the tour of the playrooms, but we hadn't actually played in the playroom rooms yet right because we didn't want to be on display yeah well i think uh, we were were both nervous about it and so i think it was it worked out best this way because we were able to do it together alone right and go up to it and so we went to a semi-private room we weren't ready for the we totally weren't ready for the group room right and plus we were hot and horny and we had just been fucking so it was like a perfect storm of going up there and just like fuck it you know YOLO mm-hmm. and go up That's there right. and fuck in front of other people and just see how it is. So yeah. it was a good... It was great. Yeah. So we, yeah, we went to a, a semi-private room, which means that it was a, a mattress with curtains around it, but everybody's just right there. Right. And actually that particular curtained off area, there were two beds and there was another couple right there. And so we were fucking next to another couple. Right. With no curtain in between. And we didn't interact with them, but it was just hot as shit. Right. And that, that was the first time that had ever happened for us, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah, that we weren't actually engaged with somebody else, but that we were just fucking around somebody else. It was a lot of fun. Super hot. And what happened there? Oh, I came. That you had an orgasm yeah. with me. A vagin- yeah, vaginal orgasm yeah. for the first time with me. Yeah. After, at that point, 25 years. Yeah. Yeah, that was where that happened. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty hot. That was way hot. Yeah, yeah so when I say... It's like you woke up. And I was just going to yeah. say, when I say, and I think people think I'm full of shit, or they're like, whatever, yeah, 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 this whole rediscovery of yourself, blah, blah, blah. I'm not kidding. It's real. It's real yeah. for me. My whole body has changed yeah. in the last two years since we started having sex with other people because I've been able to do things that I hadn't been able to do. And it's just from being with other partners. And then I bring that all back to you and you and I and our experiences are so different. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the rediscovery. That's part of what's happened for me is an awakening in my body that I did not know existed. And, you know, I'm never going back. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't want you to go back. Because it is phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that I did not have to go through my entire life not knowing what this is like. Wouldn't know any differently. But this is, it's Mm -hmm. insane. And so when I, like I said, when I say that this has changed me, I've helped me rediscover myself, but learn so many new things about myself and my body. And I'm, again, we talk about all the time, just on the surface, because, boy, it's, you just, there's so much out there. that is exciting and that's there this is just one of the main things and so it's been it's been awesome so this happened very early on so here we are you know five months into the lifestyle and i i haven't a vaginal orgasm and it was life-changing so it was phenomenal yeah and uh, not every time now but it's a very common occurrence because you really did wake up and your body woke up and i think i'm getting better at helping them come forth Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of science to it i've been reading We'll do episodes on it later, but yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, no, we will. Because you can help yourselves do that. So I'm learning how to do that better. (laughs) But anyways, okay, that was another mind-blowing experience Mm -hmm. that happened all thanks to Naughty in New Orleans. And we talk about all the time about how this event really did a lot for us. So this was yet another example, like all the fuck-ups and things that happened to us. And this was one of them. And so you can't discount that for what it's worth in the sense of where it happened. And that's why it holds a 
another special place in our hearts. Yeah. So that was the end of day two. Whew. Yeah. That, Boy, uh, we packed a lot into a two lot days. Happened. Yep. Now we're on to day three. Yes. Yeah. So day three was, it started off great. We went to breakfast with another couple that we had prearranged mm-hmm. and we hadn't met them before. They were in the initial kick group that I had never really said anything, but he reached out to me. And so we had messaged back and forth for a while and we had set up a breakfast to go meet him mm-hmm. and his wife. And we went to breakfast with them. We had a, we went to a great place. They took us to a place that now we go to like every morning. Yeah, it's our, it's go-to. A, it's our go-to place. But we didn't really hit it off with them. Yeah, not really. Yeah. They were nice. They were lovely, but there was no chemistry. Coming off of the day before when all I did was turn around and see this man and it was like, oh, you know, this did, And all I had to do was kiss this woman (laughs) and we're like, oh, yes, fuck yeah. Right. So we were coming off of that. So these poor people. We set the bar pretty high. They may not have had a chance. That's right. (laughs) But they were still very nice and we had a great breakfast and it was so fun to talk to other people about their journey and their lifestyle. They've been in the lifestyle for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. And but I we just love talking to people, even you know, yeah. in, in, we've said this over and over again, and it's absolutely true. Even if we just meet people and don't play with them, we love talking to people in the lifestyle. We love making friends and meeting new people because it's just fun. It's great to meet open people and to hear their stories. And that's right. what we did with them. And it was great. Then we went our separate ways. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but then it was time for, guess what? What, t- what was it time for? Bar takeovers. Bar takeovers, because God forbid we're going to go to any workshops or uh-huh. anything. Hell no. It was time for the next I think at this over. point we had just said, <laughs> you know much, what? Yeah. Uh, Day just, three. Yeah. yeah. We were having too much fun going to the bar takeovers, meeting people. We'll do workshops and classes next year. Yeah, so... So we went to the next bar takeovers, went to a couple different bars, had mm-hmm. a really nice time. One was really, really loud. And I think that was where I got that ringing. And like I was, we were standing next to a speaker and like my ear, I think was bothering me for the whole rest of the day. But we went and we met some, some people that actually were from our area that mm-hmm. we didn't know because everybody kind of has your name tag and has a, where you're from. You can put where you're from on it. And so we ran into somebody that I'm like, oh my God, you live like 15 miles from us. Yeah. And, and that, and they were not a part of our kick group or anything. So that was fun to talk to them and we didn't see it was one of the few days that we didn't see anybody that we knew but met new people right instead i think there were that was the instance where we were walking out of the bar and yeah, we were walking out grabbed of the, your ass yeah we were walking out of the first bar and somebody grabbed my ass and i turned around and she said where are you going and i said well i was leaving <laughs> <laughs> And so we started making out and I said, well, we're going to across the street to the next bar takeover and to the other bar that was in that time slot. And she said, well, let me grab my husband. And I said, okay. And so we walked out and you were standing out there waiting for me. Yeah. I was like, where did you go? Like, what happened? I made made a new friend. (laughs) (laughs) So I introduced you guys and her husband, whom Uh I hadn't even met at that point. And we walked across the street to the other bar. To the other bar. So then... Yeah, we just hung out at that bar, and then we went to the other bar takers. I think mm-hmm. then we went home and went back and took a nap. And then the theme night that night for the party was, I think that was white night. We, or was that blackout night? I think it was black. I think you had a Oh, blackout. Yeah. That's what it was. It was blackout night. Yeah. Oh, that was the foam party day. Was I, it? Was oh, yeah, it? it was. Yeah, it was the foam Oh, my God. There was so much. I know. So, yeah, we had never, we did not even know what a foam party was. Right. <laughs> We're such squares. <laughs> so everybody's going to the phone party. We're like, oh, all right, I don't know what that is, but heck yeah, it's at the bar mm-hmm. that's called The Beach. So we went to the phone party, and there we did see people that we knew. But a phone party, in case you are as hip as we are, 
a square <laughs> or not are, or not is they have these huge blowers that blow foam out but it's not just a little bit of foam it ends up being like five feet of foam yeah and you need to be prepared to be soaked dirty soapy slippery mm-hmm. um and we were not prepared for, for any, any of those, those things right no. like we didn't have throwaway shoes we didn't have throwaway shirts and a lot of women just took a like a three dollar tank top the next year i took a three dollar tank top that i bought at walmart mm-hmm. that if it got trashed i could pitch it but i we didn't have any of that i think i was wearing my birkenstock sandals or something which get really slippery if they're wet and so we were not appropriately attired for, for a foam yeah, party prepared for the foam party <laughs> so we ended up skipping that well we, well, we stayed went. for a while yeah, yeah we, we just stayed, stayed on the while. perimeter yeah. we didn't get in the foam right and then we went and got a quick bite to eat because we were going to dinner that night mm-hmm. with two other couples to k paul's yes and that was super fun it was amazing and, yep that was a another kind of random thing they just happened to say hey we had another couple drop out do you guys want to join us and we said heck yeah and it was amazing meal amazing company amazing conversation heard all about their lifestyle stories and it was just great yeah. it was another one of those just kind of fluky super experienced couples yep. that we were able to just absorb and soak up everything that we could yeah and just learn from them yeah and these are people that i mean years and years and 15 years in the lifestyle yeah, 15 20 years yeah, yeah. i mean long time and this is that's what they love that's what their mm-hmm. vacations are that's what they do the one couple uh, they probably go on five or six vacations and they live in South Florida. So they're, they're active right. in the lifestyle, but they, they're all their vacations are lifestyle vacations. So it was really awesome to hear about all their trips. It was really, really cool. So we went to dinner with them, had great conversation, got to hear all about their stories and adventures and things like that. And then after that, yes, it was the blackout party. So we went to that, but we had already made plans. The female half of our couple from Colette's, she also was very experienced in being at Naughty in New Orleans and she like knows everybody. And so their friend that had come in to town that morning, she wanted to take both of us to the plus one room. And that was the night that we were scheduled to go to the plus one room. So we went to dinner and then we came back to the hotel. We went to the party. We ran into them. And when the playrooms opened at 11 o'clock, she said, come on, we got to go get dressed because I'm taking you guys to the plus one room. So that's what we did. Mm. So I think we're just going to get straight into it. We're going to play you practically the entire audio that we recorded that next night. No, that night. Yeah. No, we it got was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we I got think. back from the plus one room and we recorded right we recorded away. We recorded right away. When it was so, fresh. All right. Let's listen to that recording. Okay. Okay. Here we are. So are we going to start with... I would the... start with this last experience okay. since it's fresh and then we can go, work go backwards? and work backwards. Yeah. All right. So we're here in New Orleans at the end of day three. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Now Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm eating fried chicken. Um, we just got back from the playroom. And we went to the, well, they call it the plus one room, but it's basically the chocolate room. And so I did. Mm-hmm. And you got to sit and watch. I sat and watched. Because it's a plus one. Mm-hmm. So the way that they do it is, um, well, there's a piece of the story. So the piece of the story, so we'll go back and catch it up. But so our friend knows like everybody, everybody. on the planet. Yep. Even the people she just met today, she knows them. And so she took us around with her and her friend and, you know, wanted to get us set up. So we went into the plus one room and she found a couple, she knows a lot of the guys in there. And so she told her friend that, you know, we were new and 
would like to have a great experience. So she's like, well, I'm, I'm, you know, let's get them set up and then we'll play. But then said, I'm going to take the one you had, <laughs> who she wanted to be with. So it was great. And she introduced us to people and then said, you know, she was trying to find somebody in particular that she knew that she was trying to find to introduce me to. And she couldn't. And then her friend said, well, here, you know, I'll just introduce you to this gentleman. And I don't remember hearing his name at the beginning. I don't remember so. his name, no. Anyway, so his name is... So he came over and we started talking and just kind of like, this is your first event. How's it going? Are you having a good time? This is his first New Orleans. He bit, he's done a cruise. He did a cruise in October, November, and then was asked to come and do this event. So this is his second time. It was very nice. And he was, he asked me if, if we, I forget what we were saying. I don't know. We just chatted for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, a bit While we were waiting for him. Why are we waiting to see? And it turns out that is really not what it is. It's he has the chance to say no. He can he can excuse himself. And anyways, I'll tell that part of the story at the end. But and then he uh, kissed me, and he is a very good kisser, and he liked my kissing a lot. And because our kissing styles are very similar, so as we're kissing. He's making mmm sounds, which was very nice. So we're standing in the middle of the open area. You're behind me. He and I are kissing. And I'm like, this is going to be good because he is so receptive just to me as me. And I was glad that we got to kiss because I didn't know if they did. I didn't know really how that worked. Mm -hmm. And then having such a positive physical response from him just in like being like, mmm, mmm, you know, as we're kissing. And then we stopped kissing. He's like, damn, you're a really good kisser. And I said, well, thank you very much. I said, it's nice when you have, I think think we have a similar style. And he's like, yeah. So then we're waiting for a, a bed to open up. And he asked me if I... Those are two open beds were open. Mm-hmm. And he said, are you shy? And I said, uh, yeah, a little bit. I don't want to be right there. He's yeah, like, I don't blame you. Yeah, not I, for I, my I first time. I and want you to be right there. Out and, yeah. yeah, no. So we got a bed, and we went in, and we had a very nice dick, and I sucked on it a little bit, and then we started to fuck, and it was awesome, and his dick is huge, and it's probably the biggest cock I've ever had, and it really isn't that huge. I mean, I've seen bigger that we've been here, like the guy that was in last the, night. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like an elephant right. nose. Yeah. He was in the semi-private room. That guy was. I don't know if he was with... Or, no, the bisexual room? It was, he was in the bisexual room, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. But anyways, yeah, I meant to circle around back to that one. But and he was good looking, too. But anyways, yeah, so we started fucking... According to you, we fucked for like an, an hour. hour. Yeah, it was and amazing. And his dick was so big. And my pussy is relatively tight. So it made for crazy sensation. It was... Uh, it was definitely... I mean, it was a cross between... Not painful, but... But, I mean, it was stretching me. I haven't been stretched like that. So it was really awesome. <laughs> it felt so good. And he came really fast within a couple of minutes. And it's probably because my pussy's so tight. But he worked himself right back up. It took him a couple minutes. But he worked himself right back up. And then we started again. And he, I know he came, I think, at least one more time. And uh, I don't know if he came at the very, very end. I think he was done. I think he was spent, but he could at least get hard. Anyways, oh, amazing. <laughs> He's amazing. He just kept going. Mm-hmm. He would like re-fluff himself mm-hmm. and then keep going. And so I'm, he's talking to me the whole time. 
but I can't hear. It's just so much noise. So yeah. I really, like, he really was talking a lot. And a lot of it, I can only pick up bits and pieces, and I couldn't really tell. And I thought, you know, at some point, it dawned on me, he's talking, probably to help get him hard. So, you know, when he would say stuff like, what do you want, or things like that, and or is this okay, or whatever, I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck me, because you like that. Mm-hmm. So I figured he would like that. Oh, yeah. And to see if that would help him get hard, and I think it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept saying, tell me what you want. Yeah, but it's really hard for me to hear. Yeah. I'm ringing in my one ear from the stupid bar, and it's so loud yeah, in there. There's, there's music and chatting talking. And yeah, talking but you know what? And, and, fuck, and fucking. And yes. Uh, that was, I didn't hear people chatting. I didn't hear people talking. I just heard. People fucking. People fucking. Yeah. Because they're right next to you, but the curtains were gone. Mm-hmm. That was a nice, it's a good setup. But, yeah, it is, yeah. But I let myself be loud as I wanted to be. Oh, and that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was because it was. Yeah. Let loose. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, did. Yeah. And because it was awesome. So, anyways. In the last 36 hours. In the last 36 <laughs> hours, like, yeah, I had, like, an orgasm. I had two or three with And you never had a vaginal no. orgasm before. No, and it, but it's not, and maybe I have because, and and it was just, like, now I understand what that what that is, but it was more pronounced with and it may be more pronounced because I'm way more turned on. There's all this, I mean, stuff going on around here. It's just nonstop, nothing it's, but sex. It's nonstop, nothing but sex. And drinking. Awesome. Uh, I know, it was awesome. Yeah. Where was I? Oh, so within the last 36 hours, oh, yeah. you started having vaginal orgasms. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I even... Yeah, you did. Did it twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very, it's different. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think that, I mean, now I know what it feels like. And so, yeah, so I had, I don't even know, like, I don't know, five, six with him. Yeah, that's what I would guess. Yeah, something like that. I mean, and... And, and gushing he, and, and squirting ones. Did I? Apparently so. Well, he, I, or at least there was cum everywhere because he was talking about <coughs> there's cum everywhere, you know, yeah, that he could yeah. see it. But I don't feel like I squirted, but there was... But I could hear, you know, because I... Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was, yeah, it was... It was sloppy. Yeah, very sloppy. It was some sloppy fucking. Well, wet well, yeah. shit. Well, yeah, yeah and the and the, the sheets were completely soaked. And yeah, well, he the... was sweating everywhere. Right. No, he was he was sopping, was dripping all over me, and I didn't care because <laughs> it was awesome. So, anyways, then we turned around to doggy style. He had a particular way he wanted me to do it. So he pinned my feet basically in between his his legs, and then had me. So on my knees. So he was straddling my feet. Oh, so he was had his feet on the outside of you. Yes. Yeah, so that makes it... So that you're, you're going to get more sensation that way. So that's how he had me do that. Yeah. Yeah, because then you're squeezing against his cock. Yes. That was awesome. Then I reached over and grabbed your hand or you grabbed my hand or something at some point in time. Yeah, I realized I started looking at you. Mm-hmm. Kind of forgot you were there for a little yeah, bit. I figured you had. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. When we were in the missionary position. So, I was holding your feet. <laughs> or, yeah, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> your one foot. Yeah, whatever. I was just like, as soon as we started fucking, it was like my brain was gone. Mm-hmm. So I looked over at you to smile, because I knew you would like that. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. So I did. And then I was talking away. No, I really couldn't hear. But a little bit more. I mean, he was saying, you know, what do you want? And you know, I kind of talked dirty, and you know, I could tell he would get harder. Anyway, so, <laughs> so you said it was an hour. I, I, like an hour, guess. yeah. yeah it guess. probably was. It probably was. We finished at two thirty, and we went up there though at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty or one. Yeah, yeah, so it was probably an hour. Oh, an hour yeah, yeah, we were having sex for like an hour. He and I. Yeah, so nonstop. Yeah, nonstop. 
Until I finally and said, all, I can't do all, it anymore. And all fucking, because he didn't, you know, there was no going down. He was just... Yeah, you know, no. He was just fucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. you threw in the towel. I did, yeah. And I could tell that you were... I couldn't do one more. Yeah. And he kept trying to do, having to do one more. I'm like, I can't. Finally, I was like, I can't. I just can't. So it was really, really sweet, because then, you know, we're done. And we, you know... But you, I mean, but, so, but you were, you were like, you were screaming, and I mean, it was, you were loud as hell, and it was great. People, <laughs> people were looking in. They and, were? Oh, yeah. Oh. People were looking in from the other side, even. <laughs> and, you know, because opening the curtains from the other side, really? looking in, and yeah. Really? Yeah, lots of, I mean, yeah, and lots of the other guys from the, from the room, uh-huh. like the, you know, the... The bulls were mm-hmm. looking in and really, yeah, yeah, seeing who was yeah, who what, was doing this lady, who was, yeah, who was doing such an awesome job, yeah. So I mean, it wasn't just like people from the outside. It mm-hmm. was you know, it was like the, the guys working the room, huh? Were checking it out too. They wanted to see what's going mm-hmm. on. So they'll, yeah. Wow. My guess is your reputation will precede you yeah. if you when you show up tomorrow because I, I suspect you might show up tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> But, um, I, but, uh, yeah, I was sopping wet. Yeah, kept looking in, too. Oh, she did? Yeah, too. He, he looked in a couple of times. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Huh. Probably like, oh, shit, I can, I, that could be me right now. He had his chance. Yeah, he did. Again today. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so, yeah, so we finished having sex. So it, he was really, really sweet and nice and laid down beside me. He said, let's just, you know, sit here for a minute and regroup. I was like, yeah, I had no feeling in my feet because of the way he pinned them. I literally had no feeling in my feet. So um, so we started kissing, which was really nice again because I, he was very nice to kiss. And then we started talking, and he said, I want to reach out to you. I want to reach out to you guys, and I want to connect with you or something like that. He's like, cause you're, you're real. And I forget what exactly how it, what exactly what he said, but it was so sweet. Um, he said something like you're real and I don't, I don't play with people who aren't real. And he said, you would, the women that come in here and they think they're all hot and gorgeous. And he said, I don't go for any of that. I don't go for any of that. And you come in here with fake boobs or fake personality. And he said, I don't, I don't, he said, believe it or not, I'm very selective with who, who I play with. And I said, I bet you say that to all the girls. And he said, no. And he laughed. He said, I don't say that to all the girls, but he said, but it's true. And he said, I, once I talked to you and, and, um, and then once I kissed you, I knew that that was it. And I was like, well, that, I mean, it was so mm-hmm. sweet because yeah. you're going into a place right, where right. they're all there just to fuck other women. Mm-hmm. And he was really, really. Where you literally walked in and they, and they said, but it's like you're the lineup and you're like, where, who do you want? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the, the odds of me actually getting connected mm-hmm. with him. No, it's not you. He just scratched my back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right there. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so the odds of being, you know, hooked up. And like I said yesterday, when we walked by and there was a guy that was, you know, okay, but not super attractive and, and whatever. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? Just you get first first come, first serve. And I wasn't wasn't really exactly sure. Mm-hmm. That was why it was so, so great to go with because yeah, she, she, yeah. she kind of orchestrated. But it, and it still ended up, I mean, it was with somebody that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, yeah, so he was talking about. recommend him now. Huh? Absolutely. So he, um, yeah, so he was super complimentary, super sweet. He wanted to, um, he kind of like wanted to kiss and talk for a little bit. Yeah, I was I was surprised. Yeah, I was too, because I thought for sure it'd be kind of like, all right. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Ne- on to the next. Yeah. Yeah, he just really wanted to sit and talk for a little bit. And, That's because you're so awesome. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, told me, he said, by the way, my name's... 
I said, well, where'd you get your name? He said, well, that's a really, uh, he said, that's a long story. And I said, okay. And he said, no, it's like a really long story. And I said, oh, so you're going to save that to tell me later. And he said, yeah, I am. And I said, all right. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm going to look you up. I'm going to come down to Tampa. <laughs> and I said, okay. And he asked me if we'd been to Caliente. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, he's been down there you know, before or whatever. He asked me that when we first started well, I, yeah, talking. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he's been down before. So, but he wants to, he wants to find me. <laughs> so, which is so sweet. So anyway, so yeah, so he was lovely and sweet and thoughtful and it was like the best experience ever. And they probably won't ever all at all ever be that way. But it was so nice because, you know, we didn't, we did have a connection. And mm-hmm. so it was super sweet. He was just so complimentary. He's like, you know, you're just so real. And yeah, so he really enjoyed it. And he, and he did tell me, he said, I really enjoyed this. And I think that was something I also said, probably like, yeah, but you also <laughs> say that to everybody. Oh, he said he's really enjoying you know, it's time, you know, in New Orleans and whatever, that he'll probably be back next year. And I said, well, you'll probably get invited back. So that was nice. And what else? It was just really sweet because he was so complimentary of me as a person. Oh, I know what it said, what I said. So, so he's telling me his screen name. He wants me to look him up, connect with me. And I said, all right. So um, he's like, all right, I'm wearing a in his profile picture. And I said, okay. I said, well, our profile picture looks just like us. But you don't know what that is because it's too dark in here and you really can't see us. <laughs> he laughed. But that's when I made him memorize our screen name. So we'll see. But anyways, so it was awesome. It was amazing. And it was awesome. It was So awesome. that was my first experience in a playroom with a bowl with you sitting right beside me. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Yeah. It was awesome to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly you what didn't I get. Did you get bored? No. No? No, not okay. at all. Not at all. The only thing I, I, I would like to, well, two things. I would like to have been able to see more. Um, so dark, you mean? Very dark, uh-huh. yeah. And uh, and just by the nature of where we were, I mean, it was very loud and, you know, chatty. So, but that's just, you know, that's what happens when you fucking in a public playroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that is true. Um, that is what with sheer curtains are, is the only divider. But, but otherwise, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. I enjoyed it because... Yeah, I'd probably do that again. Yeah, do that again. So, oh, what if, one thing else, oh, another thing he said, he said, so those women who are fake and not real and, but they think they're all that and all this stuff. And he said, you know what those women are? They're out in the group playroom having horrible sex or they're in the couple's playroom having horrible sex. And I said, yeah, and I get to be in here or something. And he's like, you know, and he's like, absolutely. So it was really, I mean, he was just so really sweet and complimentary. I mean, it was lovely. I hope everybody's experience is like that because it was really sweet and lovely. So that there it goes. That was awesome. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was the end of day three. That was the end of day three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so holy shit. Uh huh. That was the most insane thing that I had ever done to date at that point in time, and it was the best, most awesome experience that I, it's probably still in one of my top three experiences Mm -hmm. because he was so awesome. Yeah. 
And it made such a difference that I just didn't walk in and it was just some dude and we just fucked and then I left like it because we connected. Mm-hmm. And as you could hear in the clip, he was just the consummate gentleman and made me feel so special in a place where everybody's just fucking to fuck. And it made me feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And that was a game changer. Like it was, those are the people that I'm drawn to, but that tells you, I mean, there's these amazing men out there that are like that. Mm-hmm. And I've been very lucky to be with quite a few of them. Yeah, absolutely. But it was just fucking off the charts. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I was loud. Yeah, I was very, very loud. loud. And I am not normally loud, although I've gotten oh, more yes, loud. You are. Now I am. I think I was I think I was a lot more subdued. I mean, shit, we've been having sex for 20 years with kids in the house. So, like, when do you ever yell? That's true. And so whenever the kids I'd... were not around, you would yell because... That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... I did like to let it out. Mm-hmm. But so I let it out <laughs> so much so yeah. that the next day, do you remember? Uh-huh. The next day we were at the bar. <laughs> and what the... a surprise. Uh-huh. Yeah. And one of the guys from the, actually like the concierge, you know, <laughs> from the plus one room came over to me and said, wow, yeah, so-and-so had a great time with your wife last night and she's on his list. And then he said, she, she's on everybody's list. <laughs> <laughs> I was very flattered. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I was standing right there when he said that, but he turned to you to say it. No, no. Like, I, he said that to me. Oh. I, I saw him. I don't know where you were in the oh. restroom or something. And then later oh, he, came he came up to two of us oh, and said and the d- same thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. on everybody's list. I, I was loud. Well, he would keep getting hard when I was loud. Mm-hmm. And so it, I could feel it. It was crazy. So it made him really horny and hard. Yeah, I know exactly how that goes. <laughs> really? Yes. Is that common? Most men do that? <laughs> uh, with you, I do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing that I've lost that inhibition then because, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was just fucking amazing. And I can't tell anybody else that their experience would ever be the same. But I met an amazing man and he will show up in our next episode because we saw him again. And it was just an amazing, awesome experience. And you really liked it too. Oh, absolutely. And that was an awesome, that was kind of another aha moment. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so at this point, we had done a couple of MFMs. And so I had seen you with a couple of different men. And I was starting to realize, yeah, this is really awesome. And we've talked about that in previous episodes. Right. you know, I, I really love watching you be pleasured and it's my compulsive nature. Plus it's just exciting as fuck. And I love watching my favorite porn actress in live porn. <laughs> yeah, that one was, that was like a yeah, porn. Yeah, that pretty porn much was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the most animated, all of that crazy situation going on and you still loved it. That's oh, the thing that yeah. I'm saying. It's not yeah. like we weren't in a hotel and it was quiet and this soft, sexy thing. I mean, this was like fucking oh, there's, and there's people, people all around all over, us. Right. Yeah. People chatting, people fucking. It was just, it was loud music. Right. You know, it was for me, I like a much more quiet and subdued setting for my kind of, you know, soft style. Yeah. But, you know, no, for me, it was it, hot was, as fuck. Yeah, I and I, yeah, <laughs> it was good fucking environment. Yeah. <laughs> so you're it, the bright lights and rock and roll. <laughs> I kind of am. I'm the candles. And I know, right? Yeah. I, the candles are nice too mm-hmm. every once in a while, but yeah, I do like the bright lights and the rock and roll. And yeah. Yeah. Now I am more versatile now. Yes. 
And as am I. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yes. <laughs> as we've talked about <laughs> now with these orgasm things that I That's tend right. to have. <laughs> adds a lot of versatility <laughs> to my bag of tricks. <laughs> You have Gosh. a sat- you have a satchel of tricks. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, what What's does Santa Claus? Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, satchel is probably smaller than a bag. What no. does Santa Claus carry? No. That's a big ass fucking bag of I tricks. Have a, I have an eighteen wheeler. There, oh, there you go. <laughs> Not yet. Just I'm back up on that it. truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, anyway, so that was it. Oh, and yeah, I'm sorry. I was eating chicken through that entire. <laughs> through that entire you had to, yeah, you had to replenish I think for the next day. I know there's some of it I was listening to, and I'm like, I have no idea what I was saying. So I left it in there. It's all mumbled because I'm mumble, mumble, <laughs> eating. But, I, you know, that's part of the charm. We're that, eating. We're drinking. Yes. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. And actually, if you listen to the last episode, episode 8, we recorded this piece first. And, and my voice record, got hoarser, yeah. and I got more tired as we recorded we went backwards. We yeah. did plus run room first. Then we did day three. Then we did days one and two. Yeah. And so that's why days one and two, I like fell asleep in the middle of time. Cause now it's like five o'clock in the morning after I just like fucked my brains out, eat a bunch of chicken, <laughs> drink, <laughs> drink, and then had to and do, talk about sex. Yeah. I had to and do two then, hours yes. of, yeah, we made two hours of recording. So had I known that we were going to really use this in any kind of way, I wouldn't have eaten chicken through that entire <laughs> one. But let me tell you, it was fucking good chicken at three o'clock in the morning. I was hungry hungry as hell after fucking my brains out Mm -hmm. so so it was awesome but that's it that's days two and three and then our next episode are days four and five and our wrap up it there really wasn't much that happened on day five we stayed an extra day and we talked we sat and decompressed with each other we we had other people that were in town they said hey do you want to come meet us we said no and we went by ourselves we went out to a fabulous bar and we sat and just talked and then we came back and talked about it and recorded Mm -hmm. it about what we had learned about ourselves. This whole trip was just amazing. Yeah. So that's going to be episode 10. Yeah. That's and that's going to be a great 10. episode because we are going to, there will be a synopsis and we'll talk about all the things that we did learn. Mm-hmm. And we learned a lot. It was amazing. Right. And, you know, as Marina mentions, we learned a lot about ourselves collectively and individually. And we learned a lot about where we wanted to go in the lifestyle or where we thought that we wanted to go. Yeah. It's, it was, a, it was a, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be episode 10. And we hope to have that out in the next couple of weeks. That is, it'll be out before New Year's. So we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we do. We <laughs> promised this episode I know, two weeks ago. I know. So. Life gets in the way, man. Yeah. So, But it's we're getting better. Weeks, it's yeah. been a very busy couple of weeks. And on that note, we will tell you very quickly that part of why it's been so busy is because we are going to make some changes for 2021. And uh, we are going to actually be doing more podcasts, more episodes. We'll continue on with our story episodes. That will definitely be a part of, it will always be a part of the podcast. But again, in realizing and talking about the fact that the lifestyle for us has been such a rediscovery of ourselves and our sexuality and our sensuality and all of those things. And we've gotten so many comments and questions from listeners. We really thought this is our opportunity to offer even more education. So we're trying to find some ways to get you guys even more information, especially people who are interested in entering the lifestyle. What do we do? How do we do that? We've come up with some ideas to help you guys be able to get more information. We're going to do episodes about performance and anxiety for men and women. We're going to do episodes about your own faith and being in the lifestyle. 
we're going to do episodes talking about coming out to friends and family. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things on the table that we want to get these things in here and not just tell our story because these are important parts as well. And then we have some super exciting news about stuff that's coming up in January and then stuff that's coming up in February. Until we can make the actual announcement about it, I don't want to tell it. So we're going to, we'll do that in the next episode. But keep an eye on our Instagram and our website because we will make announcements there if we make the announcement before our next episode, which we probably will. So keep an eye on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's at Accidental Swingers, or you can find us on our website, accidentalswingers.com. You'll start to see our new logo that you guys helped pick. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for all of you who chimed in on that. Um, we're super excited about that. You'll start to see that pop up in places. And that's about it. Yeah. Until next episode. So yay. Yay. Days two and three in the can. Yeah. And then we're on days Those were good four, days. Five. Those were good days. <laughs> yeah. Day four was pretty fucking good too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that next time. All right. Though. Next time. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle. Okay, so I'm recording again. All right. We are actually recording. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure. The part where I say we're actually recording, we're recording again means we're actually recording. Okay. That's not just a, like a clever ruse. No, it's not. Oh, and by the way, your volume and sounds really good because you're looking at me and talking. So that's really good. But then when you move your head, you can hear how the difference is. Ah, okay. Yeah, so just I'll just a, make sure that I keep my eyes laser focused head directly know, on right? you. That's exactly how Where it they belong. Be. That's how it should be. I know. I know. Good. Okay. <laughs>